Hey everybody, Matt Knotts from the Anomaly Presents podcast, inviting you to join us for the Anomaly Film Festival. It's our fourth edition, November 3rd through the 6th, at the historic Little Theater in Rochester, New York. We've got so much great stuff for you. Tons of films you've never seen before. One you may have seen before, but never quite like this. That's Friday the 13th, 3 in 3D, amongst many other great surprises. It's the Anomaly Film Fest, anomalyfilmfest.com, November 3rd through 6th. We'll see you there. Hello there. I'm an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKenneth Blue. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beer Review Journal, a beer podcast for the discerning imbibist. I'm your friendly neighborhood bartender, Werner Herzog. Hi, Werner Herzog. We're very Teutonic lately, I feel. Yes, I feel like that is the best way to be. That's fair. I think that's very fair. So, Werner, what what brings you to... What brings you to the, the Beer Review Journal, the, the podcast for the discerning imbibist? Oh, well, I am just such a big fan. I mean, you're, you guys are right up there with the baby Yoda. I just love you guys. Well, I appreciate that. By the way, I am Matt Knotts, and this is apparently my host for the night, uh, Werner Herzog. Yes. Uh, as you know, Matthew, it is uh, the holiday uh, Halloween. It is the, the, I'm sorry, I am very nervous to be talking to you. Like I said, such a big fan. Well, I, I, likewise, you know, I, I love everything you've done. Um, Fitzcarraldo and and um, the Baby Yoda show. Yes, I, I love the Baby Yoda. That's they tried to do shoot. him with the CG, and I told them if they did that, I would kill them. I, I just love that the little puppet boy so much. And this is what I love about you, Werner. You're, you're a man of, of contrasts. You're a man who... who you know, shows us the the dark underbelly of human nature, but you're also a man that really enjoys a, a practical puppet. This is true, and I also love your beer podcast, and I'm so happy to be here. And it is it is the Halloween season, and uh, we are here to enjoy some Halloween themed beers. And uh, I have prepared for the occasion by fashioning a throne of skulls collected from the extras from that movie I did where they, where they took the steamboat over that mountain. I, I call it my bone throne. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, Matthew. Bone throne because of the skulls. But yes, that is only one component. It's also because of all of the boning that I am doing in the bone throne. I believe it. I'd have a hard time not boning you in that throne. That sounds like it's an amazing time. Now... What's the layout of that bone throne? How many skulls we got in there? What are we talking? Uh, it's, uh, uh, I mean, for the uh, insurance reasons, I cannot go into how many people were lost in the production of that film. Uh, but needless to say, it was a throne's worth. That's that's fair. Now, if I recall, um, there was a, a, an outbreak of, of dysentery on the set of that as well. Um, you know, people just absolutely 
fire hoses, uh, human fire hoses on the set. It was very, very miserable, if I if I recall. Yes, and I appreciated the fusing of uh, the people like a natural thing, like a fire hose being a man-made. I was quite appreciative of the dichotomy that I saw in that. And and speaking of uh, a production of immeasurable pain and sadness, what have you brought us tonight? Well, uh, we we have some pumpkin beers, uh, a couple of pumpkin beers, one by Southern Tier Brewing and another by New Belgium in their Voodoo Ranger line. Because if there are two things that Werner Herzog is about, it's the pumpkin beers and that vap, vap, vap. <laughs> so where should I park that Big Mac truck? Uh, right in this little garage. Oh, e- excuse me, Matthew. I'm getting a text notification. It's it's from Lucasfilm and Disney. They're yeah. telling me I am needed immediately on set for the third season of The Mandalorian. So, so you've you've come here and you've dropped off this pumpkin beer and you're just going to leave us with it? Yeah, well, Lucasfilm is going to pay me a lot of money. Ah, I, I suppose that's that's fair. You are my best fiend. All right. Alvida Sane, and good luck with the show. Thank you. Bon apple tea. So Werner Herzog stopped by. Um, talking about the, the things Werner he loves Herzog. most, which is... Get, get yeah. the hell out of my office, Werner Herzog. How many times do I have to tell you? Chase like, him out of that. God He's, damn it. Um, yeah, he So Werner Herzog is is known for for making films that kind of explore the, the dark side of human nature. Um made a, a documentary about the film Fitzcarraldo, the one where so many people died and ended up with terrible diarrhea. Uh that's called Burden of Dreams. Tonight it's our pumpkin beer episode, or as I like to call it, our burden of nightmares. Or as I like to call it, a good time with pumpkin beers, because they're tasty. And I'm McKenneth Blue, by the way, your friendly neighborhood bartender. Welcome to the show, McKenneth. Are you saying you missed Werner Herzog? He's here so many times, all the time. I'm I like I'm knee deep in Werner Herzog all the time, and yeah. all he does is play WAP by Cardi B, uh, yeah. and and like try to get me to watch The Mandalorian with him, and I I'll do it because it's a good show. Um, actually, comes back today. The, the 30th of October. Oh, when, yeah, look at that. What a perfectly timely uh, appearance by, by Werner Herzog. Yeah. Now, I hear tell that, that season two of The Mandalorian actually syncs up with WAP, kind of like The Dark Side of the Moon and uh, Wizard <laughs> of Oz. I'll, I'll test that theory out uh, once we're done, uh, once we're done here. Because yeah, we are recording this on, on 1030 on October 30th, the it's day before the, Halloween, on Devil's Night. Yeah. I'm going to watch The Mandalorian, and I'm going to watch The Crow. Ooh. Ooh. That is a, a double feature for, for the ages. Yeah. <laughs> the tonal dissonance alone. <laughs> Speaking of tonal dissonance, we're starting our evening with uh, what beer again? Uh, so we are starting the show with... Uh, 
cold brew coffee pumpkin imperial pumpkin ale uh, from Southern Tier Brewing Co. All right. Well, cheers to you, you basic ass bitch. <laughs> Absolutely. You're nodding. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that, man? Um, what's what's your phrase? I'm still chewing on it a little bit. <laughs> um, so my my first reactions to this, um, when I first poured it, I was actually like shocked at how light colored it is. Um, this actually isn't that far off from the uh, the Genesee Oktoberfest that we poured, sort of a little bit more on the orange side uh, yeah. of things. Um, so I'm definitely picking up the uh, the coffee, which is probably why I was expe- expecting it to be darker. Uh, is the the coffee aspect there? Matt's making faces. It's very hard not to laugh at his pain. Um, but then I'm picking up, uh, you know, all of the uh, the pumpkin spice spices that you'd expect, your cinnamon, your nutmeg, your allspice, um, and everything nice. And it's got a, a nice little undercurrent of the uh, the pumpkin, uh, like actual pumpkin in there. Um, so to me, this is this is right straight up my alley. I'm enjoying this immensely. This is everything I would expect out of a cold brew coffee pumpkin beer. Um it does taste like the beloved pumpkin spice latte. Um, yep. It's pretty much on the money for that. And it's got a nice little hint of booziness right at the tail end there as well. It does. Some people don't like that. I, I like a little bit of bite. It, it's nice to get a little bit of heat. I don't mind that. Um, the, the spice is interesting to me. <laughs> um I, I love the non-committal adjectives that you use. So here's what I'll say. You don't have to like it. How many beers have I kind of shit on? Like I, we went into this knowing that this was not going to be your jam. No, it's true. I've lampshaded that pretty hard in the intro here. Haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this is not my jam. Um, it, if you enjoy a pumpkin spice latte, hell yeah, go for it. Me? Yeah, probably not. Um, it, it's got, I, I will say this, it doesn't taste overly artificial. No, that that's something that I was uh, kind of surprised about because the, um, uh, the label says with uh, pumpkin and coffee flavors, um, which, I mean, you and I both know, like, FDA-wise, that basically means it's fake shit, probably. Yeah, I, I I don't want to cast dispersions on Southern Tier, but yeah, it's probably some fake ass shit. Right. Um, yeah, and I, I'm not one who doesn't like a coffee beer. You know, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy a, a nice big stout in the winter time, or um, our good friends at Rising Storm make that Kareem the the vanilla coffee cream ale, and that blows doors down. Um, this I have to say I do like the coffee component to it. Right, a lot. Um, it's got a nice bite to it that, that I'm enjoying. I think it's just the in the PSL. I think it's the PS part that's that's getting me a little bit. 
Gotcha. Yeah, I, I mean, I can definitely see where somebody who's not going to be into a pumpkin spice latte, um, you know, flavor profile is just simply not going to enjoy this beer. But, um, you know, if you're a basic ass bitch like me, um, then, yeah, no, you're you're going to love the shit out of this. This is to me is this is like I said, it, it's really delightful. And at 8.6 percent. <laughs> How, how wrong can you go? Yeah, um, this this is a beer to, to spend your Friday night out, you know, with your Ugg boots and your Han Solo pants. Uh, 100% ABV on that one, you know. Um, yeah, I, I am enjoying it immensely. And I think that, that most people, excuse me, Tezande, uh, I, I think that a lot of a, a non-zero number of people would too. No, I, I don't think it's a bad beer. See, this is where I'm, I'm going to say, you know, beer like professional wrestling is a subjective art form. Um, this one is well-crafted. I can see, you know, the, the positive pieces of it. Um, will I drink the, the other one that I have in my refrigerator? Likely not. Um, well, I, I can tell you a place where it will be welcome. <laughs> I can think of a couple places. So, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll, I'll put this up for raffle. We'll make that a, a BRJ raffle. If somebody wants a bottle of cold brew pumpkin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Josh, you win. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more. Yeah. Josh or Jess, probably. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think Jess would like this one. No. No. Um, I mean, her tastes are, uh, you know, pretty particular. Um, yeah. You know, we've we've tried a, uh, you know, over this past uh, summer, we tried a lot of sours, which uh, she ended up liking. Um, but like the bitter stuff, she doesn't like super get into. And this, you know, between the coffee and um, the booziness, I, I don't think this would really be her jam. I could see that. Speaking of Jess, I, you had a bit of a weekend adventure, right? Uh, trying to. Oh yeah, yeah. We uh, we went to <laughs> dude. It, it's fucking quarantine, all right. <laughs> like, I, I'm glad I'm keeping track of your weekend jaunts with your wife better than you. Uh, no, this is true. Um, I, I appreciate that. That's what I appreciates about you. Is that what you appreciates about me? It is. Um, yeah, we went to uh, Wickham Farms uh, this past Sunday or Monday. Um, that's you know the sort of time frame we're dealing with on a uh, Sunday. <clears throat> yeah, probably Sunday. And you know, the the she and uh like her sister came along and her mother came along and uh, all the kids were playing. Um but fun fact about Wickham Farms is it's kind of in a valley and at the top of the hill uh just to the east of Wickham Farms is uh, oak and apple cidery. Ooh. Yes. Uh, local, uh, local hard cidery. Um, and we stopped there on the way to my parents after Wickham farms. And, uh, I picked up a couple of their ciders, uh, secret stash, uh, which was a 7.7%, uh, you know, semi dry cider. Uh, that was very nice. Uh, and, you know, it had a lot of apple flavors and stuff to it, uh, as you would expect a 
uh, hard cider too. Um, and then we also got one called uh, Berry Dare, uh, which was an oak uh, oak barrel aged uh, hard cider. Uh, it's also semi dry, but that one was eight point eight point two percent. And Jess and had some of that and got shit faced. <laughs> Not really. And she she had a she copped a, a real nice buzz off of that one. And that was called Berry Dare. Uh, I, I think so. I mean, my, my French is not so strong anymore, uh, but it also might be Gaelic. I'm not sure. Yeah, as long as it wasn't Bear Derriere, you're fine. Well, there you go. Um, but, for that one. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all day. Try I, was, I was trying to find a way not to give it to you. Um, I know. But you still I'll got there. I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. Um, but that one, uh. That one was a lot more, uh, you know, wine-ish, um, which uh, for my money, uh, wine is a, a horrible waste of perfectly good grape juice. <laughs> that was a great face just then. Um, but, uh, you know, so that one I, I didn't enjoy quite so much. It, it was a lot drier than the the secret stash uh, that we tried. Um, not as much, uh, you know, apple forward. Um, they were both quite nice. Um, would have actually picked up, they had like a hopped cider, uh, which I thought could be interesting, but you know, I went in and I was in kind of a hurry and just grabbed a couple things. And then I went on their Instagram later and found out that day was their last day of the season. So I guess I'll have to wait until next year. You can always keep an eye out too, because there's Muller cider house downtown. They may actually carry it. You may be able to catch them if they have it on tap. Possibly, yeah. Um, also, uh, Shoots Apple Cider Mill uh, in Webster has what I think is still the best hard cider that I've ever had. Um, they're, I haven't uh, had great. any of that yet. Um, you should. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it's it's really really good, um, and I think it's only like eleven or twelve bucks a bottle. Um, but it's it's very like you know apple forward. Uh, it's not too whiny. It's uh, it, it's pretty well balanced um, and, you know, pretty high ABV. I, I especially for a cider, like usually uh, most ciders that you see from like, uh, you know, Angry Orchard or whatever, it's going to be hovering in like the four or five percent range. Um, yeah, they're pretty much equal to beers. They're four or four and a half. Like beers, I mean, like your typical, you know, macro yeah. lager kind of gimmick. Yeah. Um, I want to say that uh, Great Grandpa's Grog, the the one from Shoots, is like I don't know. Uh, it's either like a mid seven percent or a high seven percent. Okay, all right, I can get yeah. down with that. Yeah, for sure. The the best big cider I've found, if you get the chance to see it, and big cider I mean one that you see in grocery stores. I don't know if they still put it out, but for a minute, Harpoon was putting out a cider, um, and that was really good because it wasn't super sweet. It was just like a nice dry cider. It was great. But I haven't seen it in a hot minute, so it probably doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, People the only ones that sweet. I've... Uh, the only ones that I've tried besides uh, uh, Shoots and like Angry Orchard is like um, an, another local one, Blue Toad. Um, I, I tried like that their, trends to sweet. It, it does, but also like their, their flagship uh, cider... Um, I think has pear uh, pear juice in it, hmm. and I, I didn't enjoy that uh, at all. Um, I, I mean, I'd be willing to try another one um, if they didn't fuck up apple juice with pear juice. <laughs> but, 
but you know, <laughs> uh, the, the one I had, I, I was not overly impressed with. I'm trying to think like I, we usually have them kind of sitting around cause there's folks that hang out here when it's not pandemic times, um, that are big cider folks. And usually like the, what is it? The 1814 or whatever that is mm-hmm. that usually goes quick. Um, nine pin out of Albany usually goes relatively quick. But they're usually, like I say, all just too too damn sweet for me. Kara likes the Mackenzie's black cherry cider, and that's just like that's straight syrup. Gotcha. Me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, in terms of like dryness versus sweetness, I just the like the the dryness is is one of the things that I really don't care for in like a a red wine. Um, I don't know. Just like it, it just makes me want to drink water, uh, oh, <laughs> you know, and, and not more of the wine. Got to get that nasty wine taste out of my mouth. Speaking of nasty taste, are you all set? Uh, yes, Matt, I am. I literally have goosebumps right now. <laughs> How come? That's that's I, I shuddered like I just took a shot of paint thinner. Tell Southern Teal tell Southern Tear how you really feel, Matt. Like I say, it's a well-crafted beer. Just not for me. Understood. Well, but um Daddy takes his medicine. Uh thank you, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll just let that one sit. Um why don't we uh hit the bar and come back with uh that voodoo ranger? I think that's a great idea. And we're back. It's uh, Matt Knotts and the Douche here on WBRJ 1067. Matt, it's so nice to be back with you here. Hi, McCannis. I felt like we should really kind of, you know, enjoy the autumn space. It's a nice evening. It's quiet. It's a crisp autumn evening. It is. What could be better than curling up on the couch watching a terrifying movie? We don't want to go too scary, though. You know, we want to keep it mellow. So, I don't know, maybe like... A movie where somebody's about to run a red light, but then they don't? Yeah, like, just very safely following traffic laws. But Probably maybe in a Volvo. Their, but maybe their seatbelt isn't properly fastened, and then they notice that it isn't. They notice it's just a bit off the shoulder, so they just pull it over the shoulder ever so gently, ever so quickly. And they, they take a sip of their, their pumpkin spice latte that they just got at the... It's not going to be the Starbucks. It's going to be a, a locally owned uh, um, ethically sourced coffee place. Um, with Fair trade, own, all organic. Uh, absolutely. And it's going to be... Uh, there's homemade whipped cream. It's infused with the pumpkin spice. It's, it's, you know, it's not a syrup that comes out of a bottle. It's something that somebody really spent some time with. They grated that night nutmeg on their own. They hugged those pumpkins before they shredded them in a Cuisinart. That's a little violent. 
So uh, we're going to try the... Uh, I was looking looking for a, a rip cord. Yeah, there wasn't <laughs> I one. Not just, find yeah, one. no. And I didn't want to do NPR the rest of the episode. Um, Little did you know, that's where I started doing radio. Is at a, a jazz station? So. Oh sweet Jesus! How did you make it out? Well, I mean, you know. Then I went to college. It was about the songs you didn't play. Exactly. It was that wild, joke was but... better than you reacted. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, should I? I, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so your brother told you that this next one is good. Yes. So this one, uh, my brother, Josh, we were talking about pumpkin spice beers. I, I will say I apologize. Last, last episode I said, Hey, I have to tell Josh a thing about Halloween, meaning to text him after I finished the show and never did. So shout out to Josh who texted me and said, yeah, I just listened to your podcast and I heard that thing you were going to ask me about. It's cool. Um, <laughs> Cause I'm the worst. Um, I mean, that's just science. Yeah. Naturally. If you've hung with us for 12 episodes now or however many it is, you realize that I kind of suck at everything. Um, but yeah, he, he was here and, and he said, you know what? I know how you feel about pumpkin beers. You should try the Voodoo Ranger pumpkin because it's just a nice spice. It's not too pumpkiny. Yeah, it's uh, Voodoo Ranger Atomic Pumpkin. Uh, it says special release, but special is crossed out, and it says spicy. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, let's let's give this shit a rip. Mm. That's a nice nose on that. Hmm. Yeah, this smells better than the last one. Hmm. Smells better than the last one. Ooh, there's some spice on the end of that, huh? Yep. Hmm. That's that's interesting. So that's like um, the the fireball. I was going to uh, say, I feel like I dropped a shot of fireball into a beer. Yeah, it, it's it's like spicy cinnamon, candy, candy, spicy. Like Red Hots. Yes. Hot tamales. Chili today. Huh. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> You're the dirt worst. Just fuck off on your bike. Okay, so I'm not really getting <laughs> I'm not really getting a lot of uh, pumpkin on this one. Um at the start I'm getting a little bit of the pumpkin spices, but man, about 4 or 5 seconds after that that first sip, um that that fireball component starts kicking in. Yeah, I don't mind it though. I don't mind the burn. I'm just like I don't know. You don't mind the burn. Mom won't die. Well, nobody has to. Frogged in pain. She's a disaster. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was probably short enough to be fair use, right? Yeah. We, we just need to talk about it. That song sounded like a lot of fun, Matt. Yeah. Never heard that one. You've never heard that one? No. 
chilly today. Hot poly, chilly today. Anyway, yeah, I. Uh, it reminds me of something from like the Phantom Zone. Yeah, like, I mean, like it's the Brack. Pico and Sepulveda song. Exactly. Yes, it's Brack singing "Chilly Today, Hot Tamale." Oh, that was from Brack Show. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Re- I, I, it's been a long time since I busted my Brack Show DVDs out. Yeah, you should, because Brack is great. Yeah, man, Brack is the best. <laughs> oh, you didn't know I had a Brack. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, tell me something I don't know. That's really I'm 40 good, years old. Oh my god. You do, oh, I hate you for how good you are at this shit. Oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> that that was almost John C. Riley. <laughs> I, I, I've got a Steve Brule. I believe that because that was that was very very John C. Riley adjacent. Uh, what is it? Sweetberry wine. Yeah, sweetberry wine. Hey, Dingus, you don't want to drink that beer because it's spicy. Burn your tongue. <laughs> it's very good. You, you Dingus. This beer is interesting. Uh, interesting is a word. Not the one I would use. Now, you have problems with spicy beers. I do. I, I have problem with peppered beers. Um, I don't know. Generally speaking, I, I don't. Unless it's fucking. <laughs> I'm just going to part the, the curtain a little bit here for some fucking reason. Put the tiger on the table. I, I'm going to put the tiger on the table and yell at it. For some fucking reason, Matt Knotts has decided that one pair of headphones is not enough <laughs> pairs of headphones. <laughs> and so, has decided to try and wear two. <laughs> okay, full disclosure. So it, I've got my, my mixing board next to me. I can't hear what I'm playing over. So if I want to enjoy the brack with you, I have to put the other headphones on. Okay, uh, un- understood. I, I apologize for... Uh, breaking kayfabe, uh, but the it's f- okay. <laughs> just watching them fall off your fucking head like three times already. It's astoundingly stupid what it looks like. I can see it on the the video, and I'm like, oh fuck, this is awful. Yeah. I really, I really have to get earbuds. But like, who has earbuds anymore? It, it's been immensely entertaining for me, and, and I appreciate it. Um, I don't remember. Oh. So peppered beers, <laughs> pepper beers, Chacavesa. Yeah, Chacavesa is disgusting. Um, this Wrong. is not much better. Uh, the awesome mole correct. stout that I got from, I want to say that one was K2. Um, I fucked up because I didn't know what mole was. Um, That's chocolate and peppers. Yeah, I, I, I'll cop to it. I I'd never heard of that before. Um and then, like, the one that I got at Rohrbach, I knew it had habanero in it, and it was only the second peppered beer I'd really tried, and I realized it wasn't really for me. See, so, I... Yeah. I don't I know. Enjoy, I, I Sorry, go ahead. I enjoy peppered beer every now and then. Um, but the jalapeno cream ale is... It's good and about a taster from K2. I think that's a solid beer. Mm-hmm. I love Chacavesa. Um, I, I know you do. I can't understand why. 
God, it's so good. I, I, I like that flavor profile. I think that's, it's tasty. I enjoy mole on Mexican food. I, I do. I'd probably eat my hand if mole was on it. There's somebody that actually made a homemade one that was amazing. I don't get it anymore and it makes me sad. I mean, we've said it before, or at least I've said it before, but Chacavesa is an Anne Rice beer for me. Yeah. Um, but please you know, explain that, for those that might not know. Uh, check out episode two. No, uh, an, an Anne Rice <laughs> beer. <laughs> an Anne Rice beer uh, is very different from from a, a, a Reese Witherspoon. Um, an Anne Rice beer is one where you're drinking it and you say, uh, please, God, let me get through this beer so I never have to drink another one. Uh, and that is because when my dad was reading Interview with the Vampire, <laughs> it was the worst book he'd ever read. And he's my, my dad, the atheist, uh, said, you know, please, God, let me get through this fucking book so I never have to read another Anne Rice novel. Um, you know, I, so, I can relate to him about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> that that one when I, I I enjoyed that one immensely. This one has some interesting qualities to it. I, I can I could see where people would enjoy it. Um, I'm not one of those people. I'm finding this pretty difficult. So uh, the shoe is on the other foot here. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hoisted on my own petard. You're not supposed to say that word. Um, so there's a. a so yeah, this is a, a, a beer, Josh, I, I'm not mad at you. I'm not even disappointed. Um, Josh, I, I'll tell you what, guess what? You're the, the, the recipient of two more of these. <laughs> They're currently sitting in my fridge. I think we're going to call this episode Josh's fridge filler. Yeah, um, uh, that, that's not a bad one uh, for this. <laughs> It's going to be hilarious when that comes across his podcast feed. Um, but yeah, it's. Ooh. I like this significantly more than I liked the the pumpkin um, because it doesn't have that kind of artificial taste to it for me. They are flavors I like. It's almost like drinking a ginger beer, which I, I don't mind. Um See, I'm actually experiencing something completely different. This one tastes a lot more artificial to me than the other one did. Hmm. Um, whereas, like, the... Because, like, I, I, I got the, an actual pumpkin flavor out of the other one. This one, it, it's like a couple a couple of those pumpkin spices that you get out of a, a PSL or whatever. But then it's got just that, that fireball candy cinnamon, it's, uh, it's, which has always struck me as very artificial. Yeah, it's it's very heavy cinnamon and maybe a little ginger. I can't say for sure. It's got that ginger burn to it more than cinnamon to me. Um, let's see what uh, our friends at uh, New Belgium say about it. Atomic pumpkin, right? Yep. Spices. This is the kind of thing that most podcasts would do during show prep, um, but we don't. Because what's what's show prep? Aha! Here you go, my friend. It is brewed with pale Munich and caramel 120 malts, nugget hops, ale yeast, and pumpkin juice, Saigon cinnamon, haha, habanero, aji, and delarbol peppers. Well, there we go. 
found the culprits. <laughs> Man, like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I, I'm, I'm glad that uh, that one. I finished that one. <laughs> like, I don't have anything clever to say. Um, so instead, I'll just say other things. Um, I am not mad at that. I am sweating like I'm in gym class. Um, but that's fine. It's good. It's fine. I like it one beer. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I, I hope that the other two in my fridge find a good home and I'm sure that they will. Woo. Whoa there. Uh, is, is it nature boy? That's right. It's the nature boy. Yeah. That one also gave me goosebumps. So this has been a weird night. Well, but it's appropriate for the season. I suppose that's true. What what was your favorite goosebumps book? I am too old for those books. Mine was monster blood. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Mine was Chad. I really goobered it up this time. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, we talked last time about how I'm going to be doing the uh, uh, the horror short fiction podcast, uh, Ghosts in the Graveyard, coming at some point from Lunch Door Podcast Network. Um, and, and I, I mainly talked about things like EC Comics and, and uh, you know, Stephen King. Um, but, you know, one of the things I've never really thought about is actually like, I read a lot of Goosebumps when I was a kid, um, and that really Tezande, uh, that really helped uh, cement my my horror leanings fairly early. Um, there were, you know, they were dumb little kid books, but uh, you know, it, it it's it's always cool to be able to anticipate another uh, installment coming out in a month, like you know. Right. If you're turning out a, a book a month for, you know, a hundred straight months, it's probably not going to be fantastic. But some of those were pretty good and pretty creepy. It's pretty impressive. It, it was the, the precursor to creepypasta, I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was too old for those. I, the, again, Josh, this is the Josh episode. I, I, I feel bad he's not on this one with us. Um, but yeah, he was old enough to read all those. He was also the one that got the Harry Potters. I, I read... Stephen King before I was old enough to read Stephen King, I think. Um, Christopher Pike right books, I it. guess. Um, but yeah, I never really... R.L. Stein was still writing whatever goofy books that he was writing before those. Fear Street. I, it was even before those. He, didn't he write like some weird comedy books? I, I, I don't know. But I mean, you're only like five years older than me. Yeah, but that's that's a a long five years when you're a kid. Yeah, but I mean, you're you're my brother's age. Like my sister was four years older than my brother. And I mean, she was reading the Fear Street books when I was a kid, I think. Did he? Maybe I'm wrong. I have no idea what he wrote. Uh, All I know is I was the right age for Goosebumps and um to me, you know, it, it doesn't get much better than a, a kid buying some 
Gak at a magic store or whatever, and it's the blob, basically. I did enjoy it, the fact that Goosebumps was basically Kids Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was Christopher Pike is the one that, that I read who wrote like real bad like precursors to Twilight, but they were also kind of like kid slasher movie kind of thing. They weren't good is what I'm trying to say. They weren't good. Um, yeah, but I mean, then he went on to Captain the Enterprise. So, exactly. you know, you can't fault him too much. He had those cool lights on his. He was, he, again, the precursor. He was the precursor for Darth Vader. <laughs> Haven't thought about it that way before, but it's true. He had the, he, his face got all messed up uh, in an accident and he ended up in a big black respirator box. Yeah, they stuck him in the, the front end of a GTO and rolled him around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, boy. You're not wrong. This is, uh, this has been kind of an adventure tonight. This has been it, it ups has. and downs and ins and outs. And I, I'm feeling the, the Halloween spirit. I've been possessed by things that will haunt me for possibly the rest of my life. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like this has been a good show. I feel like we got two really good beers down um, for other people and not for me. Um so, yeah, it's, I, I'm glad we got together and, and did this. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, I, I believe that that's the case. And, um, you know, I, I think that this is as good a place as any to. Um... What? What, what? What's what? going on? What happened? Uh, uh, I think. Hey, is that. Do you have that light over your head? It's New Beer Sign. New Beer Sign. Oh, oh, that that was scary. What? Oh, what? What's coming in here? What? I, I there's a little. It looks like the little black droid from Star Wars, the little square guy, like the little yeah. mouse droid. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a can on top. And this little can, it has a black label. I'm I'm turning it over. Shuffle, shuffle. I'm what's shuffle, it? shuffle. What do we get? What came in? It's. Oh, goodness gracious. Can it be? What is it? It's Doom Sauce. Is it our first black IPA of the fall? It's our first black IPA of the fall, Matt. Thank our Lord and Savior, Werner Herzog. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. I I don't really have a follow up to hailing Satan. I, I feel kind of bad saying it. No, it's fine. Um, yeah, let's, let's, uh, pause and rinse our glasses real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we need to uh, savor this one. Yeah, no, we will be right back with Doom Sauce. Doom Sauce. Once in a generation, one beer comes out yearly that is right up McKenneth Blue's alley. That beer is Doom Sauce. 
So, Matt, uh, we've got Doom Sauce in front of us here. We do. I am very excited about this. Uh, I can't begin to tell you how excited I am about Doom Sauce. Um, so, Doom Sauce is a double black IPA uh, by Lord Hobo Brewing. Uh, it is the black IPA version of Boom Sauce, uh, which is their double IPA. Um, black IPAs are my favorite style of beer. Same. That This is actually how we started bonding over beer, if I recall. Yeah. So, um, actually, like, the... Um, sort of the, the, the germ that uh, started percolating in my mind uh, about, you know, what eventually became this program uh, was uh, when I was, I I started out, I was watching um, a brewing show on YouTube uh, with uh, Jerry Holkins from uh, Penny Arcade and his friend, Eric Benson uh, called uh, Acquisitions Intoxicated. And they would basically do something fairly similar to, to what we do. They would sit down and, and drink a beer and talk about, you know, what they thought about it. Uh, but the other aspect of that was that they would actually then, um, you know, crowdsource uh, a beer recipe. You know, they'd say, OK, we're going to make uh, a beer that, you know, sort of, um, you know, represents a, a character in the acquisitions incorporated Dungeons and Dragons campaign that, that Jerry was running. Um, and one of the first episodes that they did was to, to brew a black IPA. And I, I was far enough along in my, uh, craft beer journey that I knew IPA it's an India pale ale. Um, so a black India pale ale <laughs> was an interesting oxymoron to me. Um, and the first one I ever tried was uh, Overbite by uh, Spiderbite Brewing. Uh, they're down in, I think, Long Island somewhere, maybe. Um, and to this day, that that's like one of the best beers I've ever tasted. Loved it. The, the, the thing about the black IPA style is, for a lot of examples of it, uh, it's going to be like almost sort of a nice blend of a stout and an IPA. You're going to get a lot of the roasty sort of almost coffee type flavors that you get out of a a stout uh, blended with, you know, the really hoppy, uh, depending on the individual style, it'll either be kind of, you know, citrus notes or piney notes uh, of a, of an IPA. And, you know, it's just this mashed up, awesome fucking insane style of beer. And the sad thing is, is I got into black IPAs right at the point where they became passe and nobody really brews them all year anymore. So you have to wait until fall when people start brewing their winter beers. And, uh, that's the interesting thing. When I started getting into craft beer, black IPAs were kind of the, the big deal, right? Like they were the, the one every, every brewery had a black IPA, you know, they, they were what a hazy was is now. Um, right. So, you know, ten, 10 years down the line, you can get your hazies in the summertime and then it'll be some some other nonsense. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I, I when I first started drinking, if I was drinking a fancier beer, 
uh, it was going to be a black IPA. Um, so you get that taste for it. And at the time it was always those super piney dank. Cause that's what the, the, that's what the hops were at the time. I also wore a, an onion on my belt cause that was the style at the time. Um, <laughs> five B's for a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> I realized it made me sound like I was ancient. I was out brewing with Ben Franklin. Um, Oh, but- I've got some clouds you can yell at. Oh, that would be fantastic. This goes yeah. well with uh, with cloud yelling. Um, but yeah, so it, it's one of those things that you could always get, and then all of a sudden they went away. So when you see them, it's like a double rainbow. You have to appreciate it. Um, all the way across the sky. That's right. So what does it year, mean? It means... Two great tastes taste great together. It's the Reese's peanut butter cup of the beer world. I know people are putting Reese's peanut butter cups in beer. They put everything in beer now. Um, no, I was going to say, like, I legitimately saw some fucking, oh, no, it, it was it was actually a resurgence thing, um, which sounds kind of interesting. It was a, a peanut butter stout, I think it was. Yeah, uh, they do a peanut butter porter, I think. Porter, yeah, probably. Um, Mass Landing does Gunner's Daughter, which is a peanut butter chocolate stout, if I remember right. Um as an aside, I had my first peanut butter whiskey the other night, and that was strange. Um, I just made a face that turned my head into a butthole. Yeah, it was. Um, and I, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say you would like it. Um, I would accept that challenge. It's it's sweet. It's got a little burn on the end of it. Uh, it almost tastes like caramel or, or popcorn with a little bit of peanutty taste to it. I feel like you'd be into it. Um, try everything except for Rush beers. Right. Um, but yeah, so black IPAs. Yeah. Uh, there aren't enough Specific- in this world. Yeah. That, uh, that one you got me for my birthday from iron tug, uh, here in town. Uh, that was really fucking good. I, I don't know if you got yourself any of that, but you should have. I did not. I, I, I went just for you for your birthday. That was a very special trip I made for you. I love you. I love you too. Yeah. So black IPAs slap. I was shocked to see iron tug do that. By the way, iron tug is, is the truth. They pretty much everything they put out is, is awesome. Um, yeah. I, I mean, so far I've only tried their, uh, black IPA and the, um, it was like an orange creamsicle sour. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was pretty good. Um, it wasn't quite at the same level as the black IPA, but it was still pretty solid. Um, but man, like uh, to to get back to Doom Sauce here, oh boy! Like, okay, so at the time I tried it, Boom Sauce was the best IPA that I'd tried. Um, I've had you know a couple better ones since. Um, Doom Sauce is one of the best black IPAs that I've tried. It's would- so smooth. I would say modern black IPAs. This is maybe the best. Yeah, um, it, it it's smooth. It has a lot of uh, you know roastiness in the the front end of the uh, the flavor palette, um, and it finishes off with a really nice uh, piney finish. Um, which is it, it's kind of interesting that they put it under that you know, sort of boom sauce, you know, they're, they're basically by calling it doom sauce, they're inferring that it's similar to, to, did I say, 
did I do that right? You were right. Okay. They're kind of inferring that it's similar to Boom Sauce, but I don't think that's really right because Boom Sauce is very much a New England IPA uh, with, you know, very citrus forward uh, notes. Um, oh. And this, the the hop notes on this are all totally like West Coast. Uh, it's all pine. It's all dank. Um, but it's it's so smooth and just super well balanced. Um, I fucking love this beer, and I am so glad <laughs> that you texted me the other day to say that it was out. Kayfabe, kayfabe. <laughs> um. Because, like, I, I tried it last year and I was like, oh, thank Christ. I, I've got at least one black IPA to try. Um, Ellicottville Brewing uh, did one as well. And that was pretty good. Um, I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. If, but if you go to Instagram uh, and search at McKenneth Blue and go back approximately one year. A year. <laughs> you'll, you'll see the one that I'm talking about. Um, that one was pretty good, too. But Doom Sauce is, it's fucking, this is five bottle caps out of five bottle caps. Yeah, I I think it it makes for great listening when we agree completely on a beer. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, game recognized game. This shit's really good. Yeah. Um, I I can see where they say it's the, because I was just reading the the can copy when you were talking about how it's mostly... um, mostly pine and dank because the can copy is pretty much saying all they've done is swapped out the the malts for a, a roasted malt instead of the the regular um but I, no i i get <clears throat> there's a little bit of chocolate covered citrus at the front of it you know i get a little bit of that almost you know, like, like uh what's that company uh it, it was it was big in the nineties. It was that chocolate orange. Yeah. The, chocolate, co- the, the chocolate orange at Christmas. Yeah. That's exactly what I get up front. Uh, Taylor's I think is the, the company, but I'm probably wrong. Everybody's screaming at their, their listening devices right now. You yeah. Assholes, just saying, Shut the fuck up. Basically that's yeah. normal. Um, yeah. But yeah, I get that chocolate orange at, at, at the outset and then it ends up like a really nice coffee roasty with that old school, piney taste so it's it's a it's a fun trip through the history of black ipas yeah print that on Uh, the can motherfuckers (laughs) well speaking of what they printed on the can i mean a a beer like this we might as well just go ahead and and say what lord hoa wants us to say right i'll 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 give this a, a go in my current state so this could be interesting set out about two and a half hours guys so, okay. Victor Borga it up. <laughs> a welcomed darkness has fallen upon Boom Sauce, our flagship double IPA, pouring black as midnight with a hefty tan head, yet conjuring the aromas of fresh citrus layered with the soft tropical fruit and candied orange flavors you know and love in Boom Sauce. There appears to be something sinister at work. By summoning the smoothest black malts available to mortal men, we've created a delicate roasted malt backbone with a slightly sweet and remarkably clean finish. From the depths of darkness, the doom sauce emerges. 
I think I did pretty good. Fuck yeah. I was throwing up devil horns about halfway through. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> Slayer. <laughs> uh, yeah, this this uh, this beer fucking rips. Yeah, and the the can is, this year is metal as fuck. Yeah, I mean, we're I'm just gonna say it. Like last year, it, it was very similar to the standard Boom Sauce can. It basically said Doom Sauce uh, going, you know, vertically, uh, and then there was like a a little scythe uh, off to the side of it and like a skull this year. It's uh, you know, got the doom sauce logo at the top of the can and just below that, a little grim grim reaper guy. Uh, but instead of a skull head, it's a, it's a little hop. You know, what's pretty wild about this too. And, and this is probably why black IPAs were huge in the late nineties and early two thousands. Uh, this was brewed back in August. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And it fucking slaps two months later. It, it's really good. Two months later on a shelf. It wasn't refrigerated the whole time. No. And I mean, it's it's hoppy as fuck. Like I you're I'm actually really surprised. I didn't look at the, the date on that, um, but I, I for sure know. <clears throat> oh, God, Jesus Christ. Bad. That was well rough. brought up. Well Too brought bad up. you weren't. Yeah. Yeah, right. let's put that to a vote. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Burp that eats what was like I a saying? fucking meal. Yeah. Uh, normally with an IPA, you know, from the canning date, the hops are going to drop off after about a month. Um, if this was brewed back in August, holy crap, man. Like, this is hoppy as shit. Like, yeah. I don't know if I would have wanted it any earlier. Right? Like, but God damn it this beer god damn it and that's the thing like i lord hobo is the same thing with you i i, I was a lord hobo fanboy when that first hit the shelves like boom sauce was great i used to pick it up at the nathaniel rochester convenience store there down by work uh you know little corner store bodega i know did you ever go there when you worked down there uh, I never did. Um, hmm. I was the only times I was over there was uh, for John's Tex-Mex. Yeah. Um, so, but they had including the including the one time that the the person. So okay, let, yeah. l- let me let me backpedal a little fucking <laughs> oh, I, bit here. I can't wait. Okay, so I used to work uh, for Old Navy, and uh, he was the old lady in the commercials. <laughs> right. Um, Actually, I, I can't remember the name of that person, but um, Amelia has a couple of books of like famous women to look up to sort of thing that we read her at, at bedtime. And one of them is like uh, Iris Apfel. Mm-hmm. It was, was that lady Iris Apfel in the old Navy commercials? I don't know. I don't think it was, but you I don't, I don't know who Iris company, Apfel dude. was. But in any case, I guess it was. <laughs> it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. In any case, I was working at Old Navy. Yeah. And, and I quit because uh, my boss sucked and um, I hated her. And then I started working someplace else. Um, 
And after I'd been there for a few months, uh, this person, this woman who was a different manager at the store was like, Hey, we should get together and, uh, have lunch. And I was like, okay, yeah, we've always gotten along and, and we're kind of friendly. Keep in mind, uh, when I was working at old Navy, I made no money, even though I was like a leader in the building. Um, and this person was my manager, so they were making more money than I was making. Uh, and also, right before I quit, my hours got cut a whole bunch. So, <laughs> and then between the time I quit Old Navy and, and when I first got paid at the, the new job, it was about a month. So I did blew you, through all of my money. Did you I buy had. her lunch? This is, let me get to this. <laughs> So this person was like, yeah, let's, let's go out to lunch. And, uh, so we did, we went to John's Tex-Mex and I got, you know, tacos and she brought her kid and bought her kid lunch. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. Ordered her kid lunch. I should say, I mean, order herself some fucking thing that was not, you know, three tacos with cheese on them. Um, and, you know, we're talking and eating and having a good time. And then the, the check comes over and I'm kind of like looking at her like, OK, uh, so are we splitting this or something? And what do you think the words out of her mouth are, Matt? She grew alligator arms, didn't she? She said something along the lines of, I'll get you next time. Uh, Nope. So I had about $35 in the bank at that point. Then you had none. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I bought her and her fucking kid lunch, uh, even though she was like, let's get together and have lunch and, and talk about how much we hated working at Old Navy. Um. So, yeah, I was very angry. Yeah, no, if she invited you out, like the least she could have done is pay for that, let alone or, or split it. Yeah. Um, so there is a reason I do not talk to this person anymore, even if they comment on my Instagram posts. Yeah, no, I don't know who this is, but but fuck them. You don't do that shit. That's fucked up. Yeah. So anyway, the 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 corner store there that that was next to, to Taco oh, Jones. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Fuck. Yeah, I put a pin in that. Don't you worry. Um, it was one of the few places you could actually get like craft beer in town because uh, it was just before AJ's opened or right when AJ's opened. Um, so that's where I'd go and pick up like the, the boom sauce and they had Hetty for the first time. Like that's where I saw a Hetty can for the first time. And like they, they had really good taps and this and that. Um, so that, that's where I would go. And I was like the Lord Hobo fanboy. Now, as time has gone on, everybody's kind of caught up to the game. Lord Hobo was the first one that really distributed those, those really good new England IPAs. Um, right. And now you, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting 12 of them. Um, I've tried. There are lots of dead cats. So many, so many cats. Um, but yeah, so, but I've kind of fallen off long and short is I've kind of fallen off the, the Lord Hobo bandwagon, except for doom sauce. Well, and I think that's an excellent decision. It's right up there with having Sam Adams. Yeah, I mean, Sam Adams has its times. If I'm at Chili's, because my kid loves going to Chili's, Sam 76 hits the spot. You and I are never, ever going to see eye to eye, see eye to eye on Sam 76. 
I feel like that's a very divisive beer. Only because it's really bad. Is it though? Yes. I feel like it's the the major label equivalent of one of the hopped cream ales. No, absolutely not. Because a, a hopped cream ale, while I did not enjoy it, has flavor. Um, it's just not a flavor that I'm into. The Sam 76 is essentially dirty water. Hmm. I, I did not like that at all. Interesting take. I think we'll have to try it again sometime on the show. Please, no. You owe me one after this one. No, you are getting paid back for the fucking <laughs> Genesee beers that you've made me drink. Name one point, that was bad. Name one that was bad. I dare you. Genesee beer. That was not bad. It was bad. It is a perfectly ser- serviceable macro lager. It is not. Hmm. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> cream ale, though? Cream ale, I will grant you, it's not bad. In a proper glass, it's even like it, it is scratching the door at good. Yeah. Um, and the, the black raspberry cream ale was fucking phenomenal. I've okay. You're doing well. Uh, it was the Fernermer. 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 We did it. We did it. We got to the same fucking stupid reference. Hell yeah. And the Oktoberfest was pretty fire too, if I recall. That was pretty good. I actually may have had two of those last night. See? Uh, so that I could make room for the ridiculous amount of beer that I bought last night. So what else? Did you pick up anything beyond the pumpkin stuff for tonight? Uh, well, I mean, I, I bought the two pumpkin ones and the doom sauce. Okay. All right. But there's also still, uh, a- after Jess, uh, had Ben, um, I-, I bought her a six pack of, uh, blue moon. There are still three of those sitting in the fridge and he's four months old now. 28 years old. He is. Um, I, I think three of those I drank. When my kid was born, um, Kara's really into Dell's lemonade, lemon ice in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Um, and Narragansett does a Dell's lemon ice shandy every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that came out for the first time while she was pregnant. So I was like, I'll get you a six pack of that. Uh, she had one of those fucking things and it sat around in the back of my fridge for ever until, well, you, you know, know, I sacrificed her. I mean, you know, it, it, it's definitely understandable if you're, you know, if your wife's breastfeeding and everything, like obviously there's the worry about, you know, uh, passing the alcohol along to the kid. Um, the kid will go to sleep faster. It's fine. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm sure. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Like at this point, I, I think it's just more of I, I don't even know at this point. Like, you know, honey, please, you can have a beer, please. You you spend all day at <laughs> my my poor wife has been at home since fucking March. 
because of COVID. Mm-hmm. It is October. <laughs> like she went back to work for eight days before her district manager saw her and was like, no, fucking send her home. Like She's going to, she's going to pop in two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, she was, she's been at home with Amelia, who is a wonderful child that I want to punt across the room. Um, but you know, and now a second kid, like, my God, like, please have a beer. That's a lot of kids <laughs> like, you got there, dude. It's a lot two of kids. kids is way more than one kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if anybody listening who's thinking about having two kids, maybe just have one kid. I, I know you're, you're probably worried about them growing up and not having a sibling. Just have one kid. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love my son. But two kids is so much more than one kid. Yeah, I... Good for you, dude, because I could never do it. Like, right now, because... You, you guys did it. Jazz. You, you guys did it right. Yeah, because... We got lucky in the kids starting kindergarten this year Mm -hmm. and and Kara's working from home, um, which means Kara has to pay attention to her job. Plus try to wrangle a five-year-old into virtual meetings for, for kindergarten and make sure he gets all his work done. And and again, I I fucking love my son and I love my daughter and I would not trade them for anything. Like I love both of my kids. I would do anything for them. Just, just have one kid. So, yeah, parenting. That's fun. Cheers to you. Let's finish this fucking beer. Already did. That was a lot to just pound at, uh, I I don't even know. Good night, moon. (sighs) Good night, room. Good night, cow jumping over the moon. Good night, light and the red balloon. Good, good night, stars. Good night, air. Good night, noises everywhere. I feel like you have to get the Halloween version of that. You know, um, <laughs> Amelia does actually really like the Halloween books, and she super loves uh, Sandra Boynton. Um, I don't know if Milo was into any of those. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, what is it? Not spooky pooky. Eek Halloween. She loves Eek Halloween. That that was one that I read her a lot um, when she was younger. But, you know, now that it's uh, Halloween season, I'm, I'm putting that in at, at story time at night. By the way, this is 7.8%. That was a lot to chug at uh, 7.8%. Good night, everybody. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I have uh, been reading the uh, Eek Halloween in... Um, Paul Freeze, uh, Haunted Mansion voice. Oh, that's awesome. Can you give so a piece of like, that? Was, uh, yeah. Um, relax, silly chickens. It's Halloween. That's yeah. very good. I, I try. <clears throat> so there's a Halloween version of Goodnight Moon called Goodnight Goon. Ooh, I gotta um, find that. It's excellent. It's the very first book we ever read Milo when he came home. 
Excellent. Uh, like the night, the, the first night he spent at the house, it was Goodnight Goon. And we read it to him every night, I think, for the first year he was with us. Um, it is great. Yeah. Um, so I, I highly recommend that. I'll have to check it out because, uh, you know, I, I like Goodnight Moon a lot. And if there's a spooky version of it, then I've got to check that out. Yeah. Good night, goon. It's fantastic. I will check that out. Well, Matt, I, I think that oh. uh, the uh, the 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 hour has told, That's and true. it it's about that it's about that time. Hey, one last thing before we go, I want to give a shout out to my favorite beer of the week. It's Haha ha Nelson uh, by Three Heads. Can I tell you what a rip that Three Heads is on right now? Holy shit! Um, they put Please out do, because I know that you're not a super big three heads guy. They put out the double dry hopped kind, which I loved and took out to our buddy James when I when I saw him a couple weeks ago. Going on a that, month. That one now. is the truth. That one is fucking dope as hell. Um and haha Nelson is fucking great. Um now I will say that it's a Nelson Sauvin hop, so it, it might be a little bit um challenging for some people for 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 our good friend mckenneth it may not be his favorite but uh i was talking to james the other night and i was like so i I definitely have to get you some of this but you're not getting any of this four pack that i have in the fridge right now um (laughs) it's great and i have to say that three heads is absolutely knocking everything jesus tays on day let's bring that up for a vote ah shit Doom sauce. Um, Doom sauce. Doom sauce. Mirror Um So yeah, shout out to our friends at Three Heads. They're they're fucking absolutely destroying the game right now. It's so good. Um, somehow, and this is an amazing thing. One of my favorite breweries in Rochester right now, and that's a total one eighty from where I was a few months ago. So shout out to them. Um, Want to throw that out there, but I, I think we can probably uh, close our tab out at this point, right? I, I agree. Um, I, I think now is as good a time as any to uh, close out the tab and say, you know, from all of us at the Beer Reviewed Journal, we hope that you will check out uh, at Beer Reviewed JNL on Twitter, at Beer Reviewed Journal on Instagram, uh, at McKenneth Blue, and at Dreaded Matt. At Dreaded Matt. At Dreaded Matt on all the socials. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. We've never said that before, but I'm going to start saying it now on, on all your Smash podcasting that. apps. Smash, Smash that, that like button. button. <laughs> um, we love you. Please show us some love in return. Um, not that we're desperate for your approval, but we kind of are. Um, uh, selfishly, the Anomaly Film Festival is coming up in November, November 12th through the 15th. Check us out, anomalyfilmfest.com. I just have to plug it because I'm plugging it everywhere. Uh, we just had our drive-in uh, with Halloween and Slacks over the weekend. It was fucking great. I will tie it in. I had a hay burner while I was sitting there watching Slacks. It was an excellent experience. Um, so, on behalf of, of McKenneth Blue... I've been That's Matt me. Knox. You've been uh, really patient you, with us. <laughs> I was, you've been great. And you've been great. Uh, we'll see you next time.
as always, try everything. Except Roush beers. Roush beers. You want to try that one more time? Except Roush Roush beers. beers. Your timing is fucking terrible. Anyway, see you next time. Bye. I'm an important British actor. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. We hope you have enjoyed. Cheerio!